I'm Jeff Cook. And I'm TJ Wilson. And this is Around the Circle. I'm walking slowly. I'm taking my time. All I could talk in is starting to rhyme. I'm letting go lonely, letting go of strife. I just can't get enough of this beautiful the Enneagram is a map of the human personality. It's a tool for navigating relationships. It creates language for what motivates us and helps us look at the way we look at everything else. Most importantly, the Enneagram is a mirror because sometimes you need help seeing yourself. My name is Jeff Cook. I am a philosopher, pastor, writer in Greeley, Colorado. And with me is TJ Wilson, businessman, lover of theology, man whose house is being rained on, and Enneagram Ninja. Hello. My man. Hey. The storms have come to Greeley, Colorado today. That's true. May you showers. Can hear the pitter patter. Wait, it's supposed to be April showers, isn't it? It's, uh, this is true. Even the weather May. is messed up by coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> it's April showers bring May hail to Colorado. Oh, right, right. Our That's experience. Right. Yeah. We had. Uh, a massive hailstorm last night that just mm-hmm. tore up my trees. My trees oh, are looking sure. beat up. This is, I, I finally live far enough away from you now that like we'll be able to talk about the difference between <laughs> weather on our different parts of town <laughs> because I did not get that much hail. Really? Yeah. Man, it was, it was brutal here. Yeah. Just a carpet of uh, hail outside. It wasn't the golf balls. It was... You know, dime size, but sure, still. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ours were maybe as big as a pea. Probably not. So little just little guys. All right. So in other news, you and I yes. have saved some of the best Enneagram stuff for this moment. It's true. Oftentimes when I hear people talk Enneagram, they're gonna go into the topic we're gonna talk about today. And right. we have done very little on this because right. well, I don't know why. Maybe it's so depthy. You got to get it right, I suppose, would be my... Save it, make sure we did it right, yeah. But we're going to talk about security today and security arrows. Mm -hmm. Uh, You got anything in your life that makes you feel secure? All right, you'll love this. Uh, So uh, I'm a relative pacifist. Uh, I'm not a big fan of guns. I think that you and I have established ourselves as (laughs) not really gun fans, and that's fine. But also, like... Like, what if there's a home invasion while I'm asleep in my bed? And uh, I have been uh, in more than one wedding where the groomsmen (laughs) were given swords. Oh, okay, sure. Yeah, so uh, I actually have one of my swords from one of those weddings in my bedroom as the thing that, like... (laughs) If there is a home invasion while we are asleep in our beds and Excalibur is coming out, it is, it is not infrequent that I sleep in my birthday suit. Like that's, that's (laughs) often my pajamas. And I'm actually really content with the idea of only having a sword because I feel like if I thinking as a criminal, (laughs) if I were to break into a house and naked man I am attacked you with a sword. Significantly <laughs> less likely to be afraid of someone with a gun than I am to be afraid of a naked man running at me with a sword. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, 
Like that seems like a much scarier prospect to me than than so. And that way we don't have a gun in the house, just my sword. And that that helps us sleep at night. That's a thousand percent right. You don't you don't need to kill the intruder. You just have to terrify the hell out yep, of them. Yep. So <laughs> the Enneagram is often symbolized by nine numbers in a circle. And here we pick a topic and we go around the circle. And today we are talking about the arrows. Uh, and we are dividing them into the high and low of our security number. So to set the stage, we're going to go into some waters of theory just up front. And then it's going to and then everything's going to move because we got because there is some disagreement on how we should think about arrows. Right. Anytime you stumble upon something that's true, beautiful and worthy Obviously, there's going to be a conversation about the depth and nuance of it. Right. And so that's where we're at with uh, with the arrows. Right. So let's talk about the arrows. Okay, uh, cool. Wh- how would you introduce the arrows? So the arrows, uh, so when you look at the symbol of the Enneagram that, has, that is used, there's arrows inside the symbol. That's what all those lines are. It's an arrow pointing from one number to the next. And if you follow the arrows, it creates a symbol. Um Now, those arrows represent uh, what people call points of integration or disintegration, what people call stress and security points. Uh, There's a few other names in use, but those are the two main ones. And essentially, the idea is from whatever your type is, you are connected to the types going in each direction from your arrows. So you go towards a number in stress and towards the other number in security. And Let's talk about that real quick. The towardness, because this is like how you describe this can can be all over the place. Yeah, absolutely. Are you going to another number? Are you borrowing from another number? Um, what is taking place in stress and security? Yeah, so this is part of the dynamism of the Enneagram. This is one of the reasons that it's so great is because it's it's not static, it's not fixed. You're constantly moving around the symbol, around other types. You always have your base motivation. So I identify as type nine. My motivation is always to maintain peace, to avoid conflict, uh, to have my autonomy and control in those ways by not fighting with anyone, by letting everything work in harmony and like, let's just all get along. That is my main motivation in all things. But when I get stressed out, I move to six. That is my stress or my disintegration point. Um, and this is about me picking up some of the qualities of a type six. It's still from my main motivation, but I go there and I pick up some of those qualities. Or when I'm in really secure places, when I feel really good, uh, I, I integrate, I move to the three. And this is me picking up some of the three qualities, some of the three traits, and it's still from my main motivation. So we always keep our main motivation. We just pick up the traits from other types in certain circumstances. That's real helpful for me. It's not that there is a location change and your type certainly does not change. Absolutely not. You are picking up characteristics, uh, qualities, 
ways of being in the world, perhaps. Sure. Um, they're, they're, you're reflecting those. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk a lot more about this like as we go through it, but like you pick up some of the things that are there in order to get back to your main type. So and and that it's protective, it's it's motivative, it's like think of like how a chameleon will change its color a little bit to mimic the its surroundings. It's a defense mechanism. Like that's that's kind of the idea. Now there are two arrows. Yep. When we experience stress, we go one way. When we experience security, we go one way. And this is that traditional circle in the symbol, those lines are the stress and security arrows, and they're showing the movement. Right. So let's talk about security real quick, in you, which you started. When going to security, how do you think about the move to security? You are a type nine. Mm-hmm. When you move toward three or pick up three qualities, how does that happen? Well, uh, before I answer that, I do want to say that like there is common incorrect language being used around this um, that's like health and unhealth. And like that, that's just that, that communicates a very, a, a wrong way to think about these, the arrows. So, so don't think health or unhealth. So going to security, what that, what that means, it's, it's like when you know what you're doing and when you, when you feel comfortable in your surroundings, when um, you're less likely to be questioning who you are and what you're doing and why, like when you move into places where you feel like, I got this, that is moving to security. Mm-hmm. I want to I say with both moving towards security and stress that there is something core to motive. You either get the thing that you want, that you're motivated by, mm-hmm. or you do not. If you if you achieve, if you experience, if you enjoy what you are motivated by most, then it produces the feeling of security, and that's when you begin to take on some of the the character traits or pick up you know those qualities. Sure. I want to say that's what's taking place in security. Sure, I got a more robust theory about how stress works, but just working through this this week when i'm when i'm thinking through this as a one i want to be good i want to be whole i want my life to be integrated and sound when that is achieved in my mind and heart the experience i have is one of freedom of like a sense of joy a sense of there's all sorts of new things I could be doing since I have everything locked down here mm-hmm. that seem to me very similar to that of a seven, and that would be my security number. Right. So it's like my motive has been fulfilled, and so all of a sudden it produces in me this this feeling, this sense, and behaviors yeah. that mirror what I see in sevens. Yeah. How's that work for you? And I, I would also add... I agree with that, but I would also add that um, it's also when you don't need your main motivation. Yes. So, so it's not just for, for ones, it's not just when you achieve the thing that you're talking about, but it's also when you let go of needing that thing. You can yes. start to draw in some of the qualities of seven. 
because this is true. Because this is going to push us both towards the high and low side right. of security numbers. Right. Um, and I we'll think this is that I meant. this is where the language of integration and disintegration can be more helpful because it's 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 not just about being in the circumstances, but it's also integrating things that are health that make you a healthier person. When you start to let go of your main motivation, you can draw in these other pieces that are from your security point. Ah, see, so this will be a good conversation between you and I, and this is how dialogue should work about things that are important. I'm mm-hmm. I'm not. A fa- we've talked about this in the past, but I'm not a fan of integration and disintegration right. as language for the arrows. Let me make the pitch here, and then I would love your thoughts because I have a bunch of quotes from, uh, from other scholars who go down that road, and it's worth thinking about. Um, you and I, I, I think, would affirm that integration is not a helpful word if there is a low side of your security arrow. That is, if there's an unhealthy way that you experience security in the world. Integration may not be a good word for that. Right. Integrity uh, being holistically formed, yeah, that's, you're experiencing a lack of stress. You're, you're even, your motive has been either set to the side or fulfilled and so you feel security but is that and you mentioned this earlier is that healthy my you know my arrow is pointing towards health my arrow is pointing towards integration or is it more to the point no you just feel secure right because your primary motive has been either appeased or overcome right yeah absolutely think about that yeah i think that's that's correct um, I was, while doing the study for this, I was I was struck by how much of the material previous to the last like five years is yep. talks about the only the healthy parts of yep. the security number and only the unhealthy parts of stress numbers. Yep, and and yep. like. Like Suzanne has gotten on this on this train, and and we're taking a lot of of sort of cues from her. But like we came to this as well that like there is specifically a high side and a low side of stress types and and security types. Yep. And so integration is a great word when you're talking about the high side of security numbers, but it is not an at all helpful word when you're talking about the low side of security numbers, which is yep. possible. Lots of grace to be offered to those who have come before us and talked about integration. So Riso and Hudson actually do fantastic work on this front and use robustly the the language of integration and disintegration. So does Hurwitz and so do a lot of people. Um, Suzanne's work on this of just saying, wait, 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 wait. I think you're missing some of the elements of the arrows. It's just growth. That's discovery. Yep. Anyway, that's where Agreed. we're going to push into. So when folks get into the Enneagram, it seems to me at first, a lot of times the arrows are the things that are very attractive mm-hmm. because they see it in themselves. I want to be secure. I do not want to be stressed out. Right. Clearly, when I'm secure that and somebody says, in security, you're healthy, and in stress, you're unhealthy, and your worst characteristics are coming forth, that seems to me to be just an obvious way that you could misstep as a beginner. Yeah. And so it's just worth naming that, that right. no, 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 
your stress number is just is how you engage conflict, especially when your coping style doesn't work. And your security number is how you experience the world when your motive's appeased. Right. Um, so Riso and Hudson, they say the direction of integration is the line of natural development toward wholeness for each type. And that's how they get the integration language. And here it's also uses that language of integration and disintegration. And it, it, this is actually something I really value from here. It's because he wants to talk about our security number in grace. And he says, my sense is that true integration is an act of pure grace, an indicator of inner health and centeredness. And then he says, when we move towards security, it should surprise us. It should be an unexpected reward for doing what is nourishing for our soul. And that wonderful shock of observing the gifts of our integration is the validation of this astonishing grace. And I think all of this is half true. Mm -hmm. They're just describing the high side of security numbers. Right. Perfect. Right. It's worth noting that there's a bad side. Right. Or a low side. Right. And a real, you can become very unhealthy in security. Still. Right. Yep. How would you make that distinction between high and low side of security? I'm secure. How do I know that I'm on the healthy, integrated uh, side of security? Or, as you and I believe, I be there is a disintegrated, unhealthy side of your security number. It'll be different for each type, but I think it'll have a lot to do with like what kind of fruit is being produced uh -huh. from from your behaviors um, and and how your attitudes are sort of reflected to the people around you. Like, how does it affect other people? How does mm. How does it affect your interaction with the world? Like if if your security makes you a more obnoxious person and like harder to be around, then it's probably not good. So I I yeah, it's I think it's gonna be really difficult to to make a broad statement about that, but I I, I think that if if you really want to know, like look at the fruit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's where my mind goes as well. There's there's something about the language and discovery of virtue yeah. and vice that needs to be named in the human experience because you can be a vicious person in security. In fact, one of the things that we will be saying is that actually our darkest side comes across in our security. Right. Virtue is about human excellence. Vice is about dehumanizing uh, disintegration, both in terms of yourself and in your relationships with others. Virtue always makes you healthier, better, more connected to reality, more connected to God, more, more connected to others. Faith, hope, love, wisdom, courage, moderation, justice, these have power to enhance everything that we are made to be and they are the excellences of the human experience that allow us to flourish in the world. Those can come out both in our security number and they can come out in our stress number. You can be quite wise when totally stressed out. But so too, those qualities like the deadly sins that may emerge in our lives, the vices 
likewise can come out in our security and in our stress. So you can be a gluttonous person in security. That, that would be true of me as a one. I know exactly what it's like to feel entirely secure and gluttonous mm-hmm. at the same time. Mm-hmm. But gluttony is not a health-producing quality. Right. Um, and so to, you know, pride and envy and all the rest can come out in our experience of security. Thoughts? Yeah. I mean, the, we've talked so much about um, the good and the bad of each type. And like if, if you're picking up the good things from that type, that's good. If you're picking up the bad things from that type, then like that's, that is the low side. So, yeah. Bang. Yep. Um, so when talking about each of the types, as we go around the circle, we're going to name the high side of our security numbers. And one of the things that building on that Chris Heritz quote, I want to do is say, sometimes our security is experienced because of God's grace upon us. Mm -hmm. And that like releases us, launches us, pushes us, um, invites us into a space of security. On the flip side, the low side of our security number can often be a place where we are unhealthy and do things to other people that we would not want them to do to us. But even more so, there's even a darker turn, which we're going to call villainy, that the villainous side of each of the types actually comes out in security. So this is the end of our introduction to the security types. We are doing something a little different with this one. Uh, We have broken up each type into its own separate episodes. So all the following episodes will be about... 10 or 15 minutes each and there will be nine of them one for each type we think there's a lot of really good information on each type going to its security point we hope you enjoy hey it would mean the world to us if you take two seconds and write us a brief review and give us some stars you can find us on instagram at around the circle podcast or online at around the but the best thing you can do is share this episode with somebody that you love Our music is by The Collection out of Greensboro, North Carolina, and by Tim Coons from here in Greeley, Colorado. Lastly, if you dig these pop culture deep dives or want to see videos on our conferences, you can help select upcoming series or hear more on our Patreon page. Uh, You got anything else, Teej? I got nothing. He's TJ Wilson. He's officially awesome, and I'm Jeff Cook, and who you aren't isn't interesting. Be who you are, and you're going to set... The world on fire. Burning will come burning with heart.